know that I am God. It's hard to be still, isn't it? In our busy world, that place where we can just stop and ponder and know that God is God who creates us, redeems us, sustains us, is here with us. This morning, we were here at 6.30. We've been here 12 hours. Praise God. <laughs> I'd love to be at church all day and all night. We could have a, a lock-in tonight, maybe. <laughs> but the joy of this morning, as we offer to this community ashes to go, we had no idea who might show up. Well, the first folks that showed up were the guys to work on the roof. <laughs> and you know, there's a dumpster right where we were going to have ashes to go. And we'd already thought of that. So I went up to them and I said, Senores, por favor, sirs, could you please move your car, your trucks a little further out in the parking lot? Today is the day de las cenizas, the day of the ashes. And they said, I see, gracias a Dios. Oh, yes, thanks be to God. It is that day. So they moved their trucks and they said, oh, we're going to have to start working further back on the, on the roof so we won't be throwing la basura, the trash, off the edges <laughs> while you're doing holy things with people. But it is interesting that we had a dump there and there are ashes, and there is dust, and Jesus himself gave his life on Golgotha, the dump heap. Amazing. So it was a very powerful start to the day, and they said, oh, and I said, would you like for me to put ashes? And they said, si, por, fa por favor, please. Yes, please. And they came, and we offered in the nombre del Padre, Hijo, Santo, Espíritu Santo, que Dios te, te, te bendiga a, a ustedes. May the Lord bless you all. And they said, gracias a Dios. And so they had the, the ashes with the oil. So we had three anointed roofers today. So that's got to be a good thing. And then there were others that came through. And I thank God for the team of people that got up early and made coffee. Thanks be to God for coffee in the morning. Thanks be to God for so many things that sometimes we take for granted. So as we enter into the season of Lent, as we ask the Lord to create in us that space where he can grow his love in us, where we Seek to say, Lord, forgive me for those things that, that have filled up my heart that need to be done away with. In our human condition, in our condition of sin, we ask for your forgiveness. So we are mortal. That's the dust and ashes. But through Christ coming to be with us and giving his life for us, that mortality is transformed into immortality. And that's what the sign of the cross is about. The love of the one who came from heaven to earth and gave himself for us 
It's a plus sign. It was a horrible sign in its time. But he transformed the meaning of that sign into a sign of salvation, a sign of newness of life. As he gave himself up for us, he said, three days, I in three days, I will rise. And he did. So tonight, I want us to go way back to the beginning in our thinking. Back to chapter 1, verse 1 in Genesis, where it says, in the beginning, God, what's the word? Created. Barah. The next time that we see God creating in Scripture, it's a special word, out of nothing. God created the earth. Then he formed us. It's a whole other word saying that he formed us from the clay of the earth. But in this Scripture, create in me a clean heart of God, again, it's the word bara. So God is doing something extraordinary as he creates in us new hearts. This new life that we are given through Jesus Christ, which is an eternal life and a life with him now and forevermore. I love the image of scripture where God is the potter and we're the clay. I'm actually a potter and I love to be at the wheel. It's an interesting thing when you're, you're at the wheel and, 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 and it's coming up and it's coming up and you're doing all right and you have this beautiful pot coming and then something goes cattywampus and then <laughs> how'd you like that for a sound effect? And you got to start over. But it's got to be centered. It's got to be centered. So do our lives have to be centered by the potter. So I gave you a piece of clay, and, and, uh, and if we need more, we'll get you some more between now and Sunday. But I wanted you to think about this clay. If the children have Play-Doh and the adults may have different kinds of clay. But I want you to, to create a heart. It's not too hard to make. You don't have to do it right now. You might want to take it home and work on this. But with this heart, I want to read this from, from a beautiful early church father. His name was Irenaeus. And it comes out of Isaiah 64. Oh Lord, you are our father, we are the clay, you are the potter, and we are all the work of your hand. It is not you that shapes God, it is God that shapes you. If you are the work of God, await the hand of the artist who does all things in due season. Offer him your heart, soft and tractable, and keep the form in which the artist has fashioned you. Let your clay be moist, lest you grow hard and lose the imprint of his fingers. 
Sometimes it's important to kind of get out your feelings. That's a good thing about clay. You ever have to get out your feelings? Well, what happened to that? But you know, when you're a potter at the wheel, if it gets too dry, you can't, it won't form. It won't make anything. So what do we have that gives us a way to moisten our hearts? We have the waters of baptism. We remember the waters of baptism. We have our tears. We have ways where we can have refreshing in our lives as we read the scripture, as we come together in community, in our Sunday school classes, in small groups, in community groups in our youth group, in our children's classes, in our choir, in all these different ways, we come together to be refreshed so that our hearts don't grow hardened. So during this season of Lent, I invite us to give our hearts to the Lord and to work in us Think of those things in your life that have gotten hardened or that have made your heart not work well. <laughs> and say, as we work through these spiritual disciplines in the season of Lent, create in me a clean heart of God and renew a right spirit within me that I might be in the right relationship with you and with my brothers and sisters, and deep within ourselves. Sing with me that beautiful hymn, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. I'd like to ask, invite you to, to join me in the first verse of Have Thine Own Way, Lord, found on page 382. Some of you may know it by heart. But sing with me, and as we sing it, this is a prayer that the Lord will work in us and mold us after his Lenten discipline. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the early Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection. And it became the custom of the church that before the Easter celebrations, there should be a 40-day season of spiritual preparation. During this season, converts to the faith were prepared for holy, uh, holy baptism. And it was a time when persons who had committed serious sins and had separated themselves from the community of faith were reconciled by penitence in the life of the church. In this way, the whole congregation was reminded of the mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the need we all have to renew our faith. 
I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church, to observe a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word, to make a right beginning of repentance, and as a mark of our mortal nature, may we bow before our Creator and our Redeemer. Thanks be to God. Amen.